Can you imagine your very life being in danger for following Jesus? It must be truly terrifying. All right, who's evangelizing Muslims? I live in Bradford at the moment. Bradford, as you may know, uh, it's up North England, kind of in between Leeds and Manchester in Yorkshire. In Yorkshire. And over the years, it's actually become a real, it's a massive Pakistani Muslim population here. So it's been really unusual living here. It's the first time I've lived in a place where the most people in the area are not uh, like at least born into some sort of Christian family. Most people here are born into Muslim families. I had lots of opportunities to interact with the local Muslims and uh, learn a little bit about, about Islam and about their culture, about Pakistan and its culture and the foods. And yes, the foods are great. So it raises an interesting question. Who is evangelizing Muslims? Who is evangelizing Muslims? Now, why do I ask it that way? So lots of people are sharing the faith. Muslims love to share their faith on the street. They'll stop me all the time. Oh, bro. Uh, and I love to share my faith with them. And we have some great conversations, challenge each other. There's lots of Christians down the street in the city center who share their faith regularly. But I think the one person who does more evangelizing of Muslims than anyone else, you might be surprised, it's actually Jesus. I had heard that it was that this happened. Other people had told me of you know ran, random stories from around the world of Jesus appearing to Muslims in their dreams, and, and you know it's kind of cool stories. You know, I heard one story of a guy uh, I can't remember what uh, country it was in. He comes to mosque one Friday. Friday is their their holy day of prayer, and he's quite disturbed. And he talks to one of the guys there at the mosque. He said last night he had this dream, and Isa, which is the, the Arabic word for Jesus. They consider him a prophet. He's in the Quran many times. That Isa appeared in his dream. And it was a whole thing of inviting him to follow him. And he's very disturbed by this. So he talks to this, this other guy in the mosque. And the other guy in the mosque looks at him and goes, he appeared in my dream as well last night. It's the same dream, pretty much. And then as the story went, I, I mean, I had no way to verify it or prove it or disprove it. They talked to other guys in the mosque and everybody at the mosque that day had had the same dream the night before and they all became Christian. So the story goes. So I'd heard stories like this and I go, wow, that's amazing. I have no idea if it's true. But since being here in, in Bradford, that's actually been a thing sometimes when I get into conversations with Muslims. If I feel the Holy Spirit prompting me to it, if it pops in my head, sometimes ask them, has Isa ever appeared to you in your dreams? Now, some of them will flat up say no, but of the few times I've said it, I'd say more than 50% have said yes. He has. They call him sometimes the man in white, and they know who he is. He invites them to follow him, and they don't always do that. So that's, guys, that's really, really unusual. Obviously, it's really unusual. The typical way that the faith is spread and shared is through the church, that you and me are called to share our faith in Jesus with other people, to explain the gospel to them, and to, to pose a question. Do you want to follow him? Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins and is the son of God and can save you? Do you want to follow him? That's usually how it happens, that a Christian shares their faith and the other person responds one way or the other. And if it's a yes, then you, you help them to get baptized and, and to enter the church. In this situation, Jesus is acting sovereignly. He's bypassing the church and he is going directly to individual Muslims. What kindness.
I don't know if this happened. Well, I mean, I've heard other stories where it happens in very unusual situations. You know, he intervenes in someone's life almost without any seeming Christian intervention at all. He just comes in and leads people to him. But that's very rare. Whereas it seems to be the norm. Most Muslims who convert, from what I have experienced and heard, it's because Jesus directly did it. Now, they don't always respond. Like I said, I've talked to people on the street and they've had this grace, this unspeakable grace that Jesus would, would humble himself, would bypass the normal way of, of the gospel being spread. Why is this? Well, because I think it's very, very hard, very hard for Muslims to believe the gospel. It's scary. I, I really feel for the people here. I mean, if they convert, they're taking their life in their hands. Even here in England, they're taking their life in their hands because their family are under like strict directions from the Quran that they're going to have to put a beating on you that you may not recover from, if you get my meaning. I know people in the city who've gone through that. It's very serious. They literally take their, their life in their hands. For them to convert is no small thing. No small thing. It's a very beautiful thing. It must be truly terrifying. So it's hard. It's really hard for them. Plus, their faith has a lot of stuff in there, kind of, which makes it extra difficult to believe the gospel. It's kind of, it's specifically directed against Christianity. So they kind of have to overcome all that stuff. So in the, God's kindness and his compassion and love, he does it. So first of all, if, if there's any Muslims watching this, God bless you. If you've ever had Isa appear to you in your dream, follow him. Is an unspeakable mercy that has happened to you. Don't walk away from that grace. You may not have that grace again. Follow him. Whatever it costs, he is worth it. If you are Muslim and you haven't experienced that, I'd invite you to, to welcome that grace. Ask for it. It was somewhat what I asked. I, I, I prayed when I was 17. Jesus, if you're real, let me know. Why not pray it? What's the harm? You could pray it directly to Allah. Uh, Allah, if Jesus is who he says he is in the Gospels, then let him visit me in my dreams. I give you permission to let him visit me in my dreams and convince me. And then for us, for Christians, if there's any Christians watching this, I would encourage you if, you, if you have Muslim friends, to share your faith with them gently and lovingly, even to find out about some of those miracles of, of Jesus appearing in dreams. It's amazing testimonies. But also let's pray for, let's pray for the Muslim populations throughout the world, if you have neighbors or friends who are, are Muslim, pray that they might receive the grace to encounter Jesus. And pray that he might visit them in their dreams and that they might have the grace because lots of people get that grace and they, they don't respond. That they also might get the grace to say yes and to follow him no matter what the cost. And that we might get the courage. Can you imagine having to, to the possibility of your family not only ostracizing you, but attacking you violently and your, your very life being in danger for following Jesus. What a beautiful witness that these, these people have, have for us, that we might grow, that we might love Jesus. We might be willing to follow him even if it costs us our lives. Even today, even in whatever country you live in, if it's a free country where you can practice your religion freely, and even then that, that we would have the courage not just to, to follow Jesus, but to really live our faith, to share our faith as if it is true, because it is. Anyway, there you go. Hope that's helpful. God bless you.